Hello everyone, welcome back to the Ella Ringrose podcast. My name is Ella Ringrose and this episode is a really fun one. So I basically wrote down four pointers I wanted to talk about and I just went to town on them. I talked all about crying. Um, a huge part of it I actually talked about was crying and healing and shadow work. I also talked about how, you know, we don't have to take life so seriously and we can align with joy and we can have fun in life and the difference between pleasure and happiness. And then I also go into vulnerability and how it's one of our most powerful assets and just a lot of epiphanies Ella's, Ella's, Ella has realized lately about being your most raw authentic self and really the truth to life which is being in the present moment and just being who you are and um, you know sharing that to the world and I talk a lot about judgment and how until we stop judging others we're not going to allow ourselves to be set free and how I've been learning and integrating all of these certain different things that I've been learning and I think it's a very beneficial episode um, in regards to just healing and tapping into your most authentic higher self and I don't even like calling it my higher self as much anymore because I feel like it's above me like it's better than me when in reality it already is you so just tapping into your raw core essence where you have serenity and just a deep understanding within yourself and a deep close connection with yourself in order to manifest and create an incredible life um, and really be fulfilled in life in the now um so I'm excited for you guys to listen to the episode and uh, let's go hope you enjoy Hello everyone, how are we all? I am in an ecstatic mood. I am in such a good mood today. Um, so it is, oh, 333 angel numbers. Um, I actually recorded the podcast yesterday, episode 41, and I just feel like doing a podcast today again. Podcasts, like, you know when something just feels so aligned and it feels so right? Um, I remember the first time I recorded actually my first podcast was with my one of my good friends Alicia but my first ever like solo podcast I just knew from the instant like get-go like this was something I was meant to do like it just felt so aligned and I get so happy when I do podcasts like they just bring me so much joy and happiness it's like something that I'm like okay Ella maybe you shouldn't be doing this because you have stuff to do but I just want to do it so badly so I was like you know what if that's the way it feels and I got a flood of creativity and creation I'm gonna take out the podcast so yeah also I'm really thrilled that I've started using my microphone because I didn't realize how different the audio sounds from my phone versus the actual microphone I'm using it just sounds 10 times better for your your ears so yeah today we are gonna talk I actually Funny enough, I structured it a little bit, so it's going to be a little bit less flow, but actually, no, it's still flow, but I have four main points I kind of want to talk about. Ella's epiphanies, because you guys know I get epiphanies all the time, as we all do. I get them when I'm going on walks. I get them when I wake up in the morning, Once when like I wake up in the middle of the night and I dreams. Like, I get epiphanies and signs all the time, and I always feel, why not share it to you? Because not only is it helping you guys... Um, it's also really, really helping me being able to talk and create. I love creating things and I love speaking. And yeah, I just want to quickly say the biggest thank you for supporting my podcast. It's really blown me away how much listeners we are getting. Um, we have nearly like 170,000 streams this year. So that's crazy to me. Um, and I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart because it means the absolute world to me um, that this is what I get to do and I just love it so much and I love bringing episodes to you guys. I Secret, actually this is a secret between me and you, I prefer podcasts over YouTube 1 billion percent. Like I love YouTube but like podcast is like it's like it's just a whole different level of depth that I love and I think it's one of the it's probably the biggest like the best 
platform to be really vulnerable with your audience to create a real connection um to the listener and you're able to really connect with me and it's it's just a, a safe space really um whereas youtube i think you kind of have to make the videos a little bit more clear and concise and that's not my middle name my middle name is Flo, and it's just you know there's no structure so yeah that's what we're doing today but um yeah just a, fun, a few epiphanies so i'm gonna start with the first one which is i wrote down floating on a rock okay now <laughs> i think i i there's like two sides to me i can be a very serious gal i can be very very serious and spiritual and very centered and present and just very um yeah serious I guess you could say and then there's other part of me that's just likes to laugh and have fun and is sarcastic sometimes and just like all of these different things while still being mindful and um, I think a lot of the time we can especially right now due to quarantine everyone you know is you know not able to leave their homes if you're from Ireland and listening like we're not able to leave um, and especially I think a big factor I haven't really given into consideration is the fact that a lot of people my age in college are doing online classes and that must be very difficult for them to not be able to socialize with their peers and everything like that I mean I'm I'm used to it because um, I left school when I was 17 so I've always been kind of like this you know living at home and working and stuff but um, in regards to like people from college like I'd say it's such a new thing that they've never been able to deal with before so um I have a lot of compassion for a lot of people right now and I mean just everyone it's a it's a, it is a weird time and I think for a really long time I was trying to put on like the positive hat like everything's perfect and everything's amazing and it still is in my opinion but I think you are allowed to feel your feelings like your feelings are valid if you feel a certain emotion if you feel lonely if you feel sad sometimes like that is all valid and allowed and it was something that just like kind of hit me yesterday. I was just like, you know what? Everyone, like it's okay to not be okay. And like, it's okay to feel these emotions. Like I always preach, express yourself. Like in a society where like, if you cry, it's considered like weakness. Like I'm here to tell you like, cry away be sad like go through all of these emotional emotions like you don't want to bypass all of this you want to really feel it out um and get rid of that pain because you know what I well like I truly believe the more we deal and we dive into the pain the lighter and the lighter we become and the freer and freer we feel and it's such a liberating feeling um which is another topic I want to talk about um, a little bit later in this podcast something I've been doing every night that um, a lot of healing work that has literally made me feel lighter every day I wake up but it's to remember okay um I think since my spiritual awakening I've become really interested in space I'm actually curious if you could send me an Instagram message on Instagram once you went through your spiritual awakening or you got into spirituality if there was like an inkling to study space because for me I feel so connected to the moon every night when I can see the moon or the stars I just feel so special and I feel like this sense of unconditional love like last night I was looking out at my window and I was looking at the stars and I just felt so blessed and grateful like oh my god I'm here on planet earth it was just this liberating feeling that I just felt incredible really um and I don't know I just I've been so fascinated by space lately and the galaxies and like all the planets and I don't know I just find it so fascinating and I literally wrote down remember we are floating on a planet like a rock so that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the seriousness I think a lot of us can take life too seriously um something for a very long time when I was building my business and I wanted to grow YouTube I was a very serious girl and <laughs> very very serious I was very by masculine energy I was yeah just really serious about life and I don't regret any of it because it got me to where I am today and I'm truly grateful for Pastella for being that way because I believe our journeys are exactly as they're meant to be um 
but I've gotten to a stage where I'm like, you know, you don't need to always be so serious about everything. Like you're allowed to laugh. You're allowed to have fun. Like God forbid, if you watch a Netflix show, like it's, it's completely okay. And I think for a very long time, I attached guilt and shame to pleasure. Um, and there is a big difference between pleasure and happiness. I truly believe like true fulfillment, happiness comes from when you go within, you heal, um, and you reach enlightenment, which is a very, long process but like you reach peace and serenity within your soul and your true core essence but I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with pleasure from here to there and I think um I think the year I lived in Canada I definitely had like some fun nights out like I did some fun things and um but for most of the part I took it very seriously and although I look back at Canada I, I almost got like a sense of sadness because I did I really isolated myself that year and I really didn't allow myself to really laugh or have too much fun like everything was very serious for me at the time because I was so determined to be successful like that was like a thing for me and I look back and I'm like I could have just let loose a little like had fun whilst doing these things like when we think of you know for example building a business I think that's because it was like the biggest point biggest thing in my life at the moment is like my business I just love it and it took a while a really long time for me to build it's like you I think we sometimes can attach that you have to be serious in this life where you have to be um, if you want to build a business you're gonna have to work hard and like again that's just a story that's just a belief it doesn't necessarily mean that's the case because now I have so much fun recording these podcasts but technically they're a part of my work so it's like this thing where I'm only realizing lately is like you you create the beliefs on what it is you want to do like if you think dating is going to be a drag it's going to be a drag um if you think you know exercising and losing weight is going to be a struggle it's going to be a struggle it's the the, the uh, emotions and beliefs we attach to these certain activities and what I'm realizing now is like my work is so fun like I love doing YouTube videos I love doing podcasts I'm having so much fun writing my book like it's so much fun for me it's very meditative meditative <laughs> meditative meditative I can't talk um however you say that word um it's like this realization I'm realized we're like you can have fun so like this morning I like played music I was dancing and I was just like getting ready and like journaling and I read a bit and I just had such a lovely morning and I was like oh my god Ella like you don't have to be so hard on yourself all the time when things are you know, like you, you can give yourself a pat on the back. You're allowed. And I think a lot of us will look to our external success. Um, and when I say success, I don't necessarily mean finances. I mean like in your life in general, health, wealth, relationships, happiness, all of that stuff. We'll look to the external world to see the results of that, right? And we'll go, oh, okay, but like I shouldn't be allowed to be happy right now because this and this is happening. Like you are in, you are entitled to latch any emotion or feeling to something. Like it, you don't necessarily have to, punish yourself if you haven't achieved what you desire yet you're allowed to align with joy right now because all that exists in this moment is now there will never be a moment in your life that isn't now and I think that was a huge epiphany for me when I read the book Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle um it's funny because for years I never wanted to read the book because it was like for so long I always wanted to chase these dreams and all of these goals and I really really wanted all these things um so when I heard the book The Power of Now it was like the last thing I wanted to read because it was a tough pill to swallow to realize that all there was was right now and I was so unhappy in my now all I wanted was the future and although I got there got here now I look back and I realize I could have aligned with joy in that present moment now I didn't need to project my happiness into the future um I'm really grateful I, I figured out that epiphany whilst things started taking off for me because um I don't 
really know what would have happened if I like you know had reached a point and been like oh like I realized very um the past couple of months like the now the present moment is the biggest thing and I think that's a reason I've kind of stopped talking about manifestation as much um if you look at my youtube channel or if you look at like my podcast I don't really speak about manifestation as much and although I love manifestation I think my biggest realization lately is just living in the present moment and that the present moment is powerful and it is the greatest gift of them all because it is this moment that we have and we've been gifted it's not projecting your happiness into the future and only being happy when you receive xyz and I think it's aligning with joy right now and allowing yourself to feel happiness to feel joy and um, another thing I want to get into now in a little bit is sadness and how you know I'm not also saying like fake positivity where you're only going to have to be happy all the time and all of these things because I truly believe in healing and crying and all of these sort of th- activities as well but I don't know it's just something I realized lately because I can be very critical of myself a lot of the time um, I'm very critical towards myself um actually no that's such a that's actually that's not true I used to be very more critical of myself than I am now I used to be very very insecure my self-esteem was very very low for many years of my life I never felt safe um going into school I never felt like I could be my authentic self I felt like I had to put on this persona because the real me would have been um teased or maybe bashed or something like that I never felt safe and I always felt I needed to put up this wall around me and what I'm really realizing since quarantine happened which was March or April um is you know being your true core essence is all the world is really asking you from asking for and I think we can only reach freedom when we allow others to be free and I'm writing a chapter in my book at the moment about judgment. Um, Gabby Bernstein kind of opened my eyes to this judgment detox is when we continue to judge others, we're going to continue to judge ourselves. And only when we can escape from the judgment um, of ourselves is when we stop judging others. And it's also to not judge your judgment. So it's not to go and be aware of your thoughts and go, oh my God, I'm a beep. Like, oh my God, I'm judging people. Like you are not your judgment. That is just the ego. I like to look at the ego as an insecure person, a little girl who just craves love. And that's why they're so insecure and they always feel the need to bring me down. I kind of look at it as a separate being. It's not me. It's my ego. Um, I've been studying the ego a lot lately. I'm very fascinated in the ego. Um, but it was this thing where, you know, I realized like, why are we being harsh on ourselves? Why are you you know, being critical of yourselves and maybe not doing things all the time. And I'm definitely a, a recovering perfectionist. I used, I, I still am quite a perfectionist with things and I like things to be like perfect. And I'm realizing I'm like, why, why am I like that? Like, who am I doing that for? Right? Like the only person I should be living for is myself. And that's like probably the biggest lesson I've learned of 2020 is you, you need to stop pleasing others, Ella, because although it's the thing where for so long I thought if I didn't please others I wouldn't be accepted and I wouldn't be um, loved or appreciated but I realize is you're never going to please everyone and I think the sooner you swallow that pill the more you start to live life in your own terms and um, I was on Instagram a couple days ago and I came across a quote Leo or Alexandra posted and usually when I see quotes I kind of scroll past them like I don't think much of them but for some reason this one like stood out to me and I'm actually going to pull it up on my laptop really quickly because I don't know it's just a million and one it actually compelled me to write an entire chapter all on this topic because I I don't know it just made so much sense to me it it was for the first ever time in my life it had really clicked for me um when I saw this quote so I'm just gonna pull this up if I can get it Leor Alexandra 
Okay, so here it is. It says, to be free, you must first allow the world to be free. Before you can be free, you must first allow all other freedom to be themselves. Sorry, you must allow all others freedom to be themselves, to like or dislike you, to agree or disagree with you. You will not be free until you free others. And this really was a pivotal lesson I'd learned. Um, and for me, a big thing of my entire life um, was if I, for example, went out without makeup. This was like this was like a big thing for me. And I, I'm sure a lot of girls go through this as well. It's like if I left the house without makeup, I always felt I was being judged. I always felt like I would be judged for the way I looked, that I wasn't put together, that I wasn't, um, you know, all of these things. And what I've realized recently is because I'm aware when other people aren't wearing makeup. So if I saw someone out, I'd go, oh, wow, they're not wearing makeup. Like, so, and it, it kind of mirrors, I, I believe everything that we go through in life is a mirroring reflection of ourselves. So if you are insecure about something or if you you see someone something in someone and you judge that, it's a factor, you're, it's a shadow aspect of yourself that you need to heal because that's what you secretly judge within yourself. And so it was this like thing where you're not gonna, like, because the thing is, is like, I love not wearing makeup and I love feeling free and like all of these sort of things as much as I love makeup I, I adore it but sorry that was like a, a random example but the point I'm trying to make is like you're not gonna be free until you let others be free for themselves so until you stop judging people and telling people like not that you're necessarily telling people because I don't talk bad about people that was something I cut out a very long time ago when I realized how damaging it was to ourselves but it, I still couldn't stop some of the thoughts and it, it's not even me the thoughts are but it's just these random thoughts that pop into my head that's like of judgment of someone else and I'm like why did I say that in my mind because I don't believe it's me anymore which I'm that's what a part of the forgiveness process for me is like realizing that it isn't me because I don't actually truly think that our soul is judgment free and it's unconditional love and so it's this thing where if you continue to judge people about certain things, that's the biggest aspect of why you're judging yourself. So it's to take an awareness of what your ego is judging other people because that's what your ego is judging about yourself because it's the same critic. The same critic that is judging you is judging others. So it's a great indicator to notice um, if you're ever maybe say something about someone or you something passes in your head is just to be aware that that's actually shadowing them back on what you need to work on. Um and I kind of look at it if you've ever maybe observed a bully or someone in your past or I even see hate comments and I look at it and I go these bullies or these people are in such a they're in so much pain that they want to bring other people down to their vibration and that's where the bullying aspect comes in and understanding that everything is a mirroring reflection everything is a mirror so if you ever see someone saying something bad about someone it is a mirror and I think that's a really important lesson to learn is Although the thoughts are not you because they're your ego, right? It's to understand that this is what you're craving. And so for me, when I was judging myself so harshly for not wearing makeup, whenever I saw other people not wearing makeup, I'd be like, why aren't they wearing makeup? Like, um, there, there was a sense of jealousy within me because I was jealous that they could go out and wear their makeup, but I couldn't, quote unquote, couldn't because I was a limiting belief. Um, I hope that makes sense about the makeup part. Like I would be jealous of others that they had the confidence to go out without makeup. So then my ego would go, gosh, why aren't they wearing makeup? Do you get it? It was, it was pure jealousy within me. And so until I was able to realize and become aware of that, there's many more examples. I, I think the makeup one was a bad analogy um, because it's not a big deal, but it's like, 
the jealousy that evoked the emotion within me to think that about someone else was actually because I was jealous of them having the confidence to do something like that because I didn't have the confidence and that's a great example of how the reflection of an insecurity can bounce off on other people and so only when we become aware of the judgment and we become aware that you know firstly the judgment is not us and to not judge the judgment it's not to beat yourself up for this judgment because it's the ego it's just the thoughts which are not necessary they're not true um and it's just to be aware of that really um I don't even know how I got into the whole judgment topic but I think you know realizing that we're living we're spiritual beings having a temporary body experience and we're living on this earth like this floating rock in the planet and not to take life so seriously and it's not until we let others be who they want to be that we accept who we are because if we're so critical of everyone else it's because we're secretly so critical in ourselves and another fascinating thing I learned is that the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what you're speaking or projecting about externally as well as internally so that's why bullies I think are in so much pain because or people who write hate comments, it, it's because they're in pain because whatever they're projecting is what is internal. So if someone is, you know, um, you know, saying something mean to someone, the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between you saying it externally and internally. So if you say to someone, if you were like to someone, oh, they're X, Y, Z, your subconscious mind is like, oh, I'm X, Y, Z. It can't tell the difference. So that's another really interesting thing. But it's just to realize we're living on a floating rock you know, death is something that we can't escape. It's something we are going to experience um, because we are spiritual beings. This is just a temporary 3D physicality world we're going to live in. And just to not take it so seriously. And when you understand like life is just about experiencing the physicality of this world and this 3D world and just enjoy it and go out for walks in nature more and just be free and allow yourself to be your most authentic raw self. And that was like probably the biggest lesson of 2020 for me was like, no one's really judging you. No one's really watching you. Not necessarily judging. I, well, what I mean is I think we think everyone has us under a microscope. But in reality, no one's thinking about us. And it can be a difficult thing to hear because you're like, no one cares about me. Of course people care about you. But the point I'm trying to make is like, it's also like really exciting because you realize no one's really thinking about you. No one is really that concerned about what you're doing. Yes, they may judge you from like a second, split second. Like most people will say something bad and then they're back on to living their lives and doing their own thing. And you don't want to let that consume your life because you want to live your most true authentic life. And when you understand that no one's really watching under a microscope, you can be whoever you want to be. If you want to go out and wear whatever, wear whatever you want, you know, we are free beings and we're allowed to express ourselves in any way that we desire. And no one should tell you otherwise, especially your ego. And just to allow yourself to have more fun, do things that set your soul on fire, just you know be courageous and you know reach for the stars and make bold moves and be a bold person um I think that that's just the big big thing for me and realizing we're living on a floating rock okay so don't take everything so seriously everything's an experience everything's happening for you I'm also holding a rose quartz and it's gotten ridiculously hot that's crazy okay another one phone in the morning okay so this is this actually ties into the the third one I want to talk about as well but basically you know me as a youtuber when I put out videos I never want to perceive the perception that I am always like this in the sense of I always practice what I preach like let's say I I'll give you a great example like a while ago I posted about like two weeks ago I posted a video all about music which I still definitely stand by the message which is you know music can really um 
affect your reality. It's very true. The lyrics feed into your subconscious mind. It changes your paradigm. It's what you're manifesting. Um, but there is still times where I love listening to music, especially when I'm trying to do like shadow work and like cry. I will listen to sad music, right? And I actually left that in the comment box just to make people aware. But um, you know, then last week I was listening to music and now I'm back on not listening to music. So I'm I'm always jumping between these things and I think when you watch any creator, not just me, but you listen to any creator, you watch all their stuff, it's to listen to your intuition before you listen to what they're saying. So if they say something that doesn't feel right with your intuitions, maybe like let's say you've watched something or you've even listened listened to something in this podcast and it doesn't feel right to you, follow that truth, follow your truth, okay? Because this is my truth, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all of this is your truth. And so it's to follow your intuition on what feels right. Like if music makes you feel happy, of course, keep listening to it. And I express that in the video a lot. Um, and I think that, that that's the reasoning, but I wanted to make that clear. So another one was I uploaded a morning routine and last week I woke up a few days and I checked my phone first thing and then I did my morning routine and I felt a lot of guilt because I was like, I have this YouTube video up right now and I'm sharing my morning routine. I even have a course courses which share morning routines and I still do them, but I felt the guilt for checking my phone first thing. Okay. And I wanted to make that clear because I remember this goes into the third point. Um, I used to listen to this girl called Mimi Bouchard, her podcasts. And there was one thing she said in a podcast that always stuck with me. And she was getting interviewed by someone and they said, could you tell something that not much people know about you? And she said, yeah, it's that I don't practice what I preach a lot of the time. And for a lot of people, they might listen to that and they might go, oh, okay, she's a fraud. She's talking about all this and all of that. Like, I mean, there could be some people who think that, but when I heard that, I just felt so connected to this girl, Mimi. Like, I just felt so honored that she was able to share that and that it was so vulnerable of her. And I think vulnerability is such a powerful thing that people undermine is when we're vulnerable, it creates connection. It creates a sense of oneness and that that's a big law I talk about which is the law of oneness that we are all one and when we put up these masks and these barriers that everything's perfect and everything's fine and I'm doing this 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 it creates distance between us and separation because we don't realize that we're all one and we all go through the same struggles and we all go through the same you know emotions and we can all feel the certain emotions and things like that and when she said this on the podcast I remember just falling in love with her I was like I love you girl like just the fact that she had the bravery to say that I don't practice what I preach a lot of the time was like such a huge thing for me because I think a lot of people on Instagram and social media like their lives look so incredible and then you just look at your own actions and you're like you know I'm not do I'm not doing all the things I want to do and it's okay that that's that's the way it is because you're you're always learning and you're always constantly evolving you're not stuck in this certain persona like the person I am today I will be a different person three years down the line and the person I look at three months ago is a completely different version of me that I am now because I'm constantly evolving like we're spiritual beings we're moving I like to think of us like water feminine energy like we can just flow and create and be and like change and evolve right and so when she said this I don't know it was just like this ding 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 like moment in my life where I was like I really want to make that clear in my podcast as well that I still go through days where like I will not follow through with a habit and there are days when I'm so spiritual and I feel like a hippie and I feel like I can talk to trees and I feel like the birds can connect with me and like I can talk to the sea like there's days where I'm like the most spiritual zen person you ever meet but then there are days where I just 
I feel like I've lost all that connection and I just feel so deep and dark and I, I switch between the two constantly and I'm always evolving and I want to make that very clear um, because a lot of us you know we can go through the mojo of crushing it everything's going amazing we're meditating and then there's days where we're just like what happened like everything changed and I, I want to make that clear that I go through that just as much as anyone else because we are all one right we're all human beings um, but today I, my phone was dead last night and I decided not to charge it. So I left it, um, and it, it was dead and I ended up not checking my phone till like two o'clock and 2 PM. And I think that's a big factor of why I'm so happy right now. Like I feel so good. Um, there's another reason why I feel really good, which I'll, that's the last point. But another part of me realized recently is like, I don't need my phone as much as I think. Like the only thing I need it for is Instagram. Like my podcast, YouTube, all of this I do on my, my, my phone. I mean my laptop. And I can even check Instagram on my laptop, but I just can't upload. But what I'm realizing is like, I think sometimes removing your phone from the whole equation is very, very powerful. And it's interesting because I bought the like the newest, not the newest, I bought, yeah, actually the time, the newest iPhone um, in June, I believe. And it was weird because my intuition was telling me not to get it and it was like don't get the new iPhone Ella don't get it whatever you do um, but of course I was like oh but it's my job now I'm gonna get a new phone that's gonna be amazing and so I got it and although it is incredible I'm so grateful like I'm there's so much incredible things for it and resources and everything but it's interesting how I went against my intuition on that and I've only started to realize recently that I don't think I necessarily need it as much I definitely do need it for photos like that's something I'm very happy that I do have it for but I'm like thinking should I get another phone like just a blockier like a block and just use that but then you can't use whatsapps like it's just one of these things where it's like how do you do that because you don't want to be left behind like you can't really you know this is the new age this is the new world and you're gonna have to keep up especially because my life it's like online so um it's just this interesting thing I think it really just comes down to um what's the word where it's self-control which is something I need to learn with phones but I just always get this feeling like if I don't check my phone maybe there's this like message that like it's gonna like I need to reply to it soon and of course that's the way phones have been created so that it's like a, a lottery machine we constantly need to be checking it because we think we there's like something important waiting for us when in reality there never is um, but I didn't check my phone like for hours and I just felt so incredible and I just felt so I don't know just like happy and I haven't felt like that in a really long time because I've been doing a lot of shadow work and also being in quarantine I feel like there's just been a lot of separation and um, I think I'm happy that I'm able to admit that now because for so long I mean I am still I feel so blessed that we live on this world like I constantly count my blessings and every morning I'm so grateful that we live on planet earth and we've been chosen to be put in this world at this exact time because I personally think there's never been a better time to be alive than this like right now like we sometimes think like oh how would life be without social media but when you look back like the struggles people face like decades even decades ago is just profoundly like different to what we experience now and we have it a breeze like I, I truly think there's struggles in every single life and we could look at it you know in the bright light or we could look at it as oh I wish I lived back then but there was still really difficult things that were happening back then as well but you know it is just one thing I have realized recently is I felt I feel like the energy is a collective like I can feel it it's just very people are scared in the sense of they're scared of how they feel right now because it's a feeling they haven't experienced in so long because in a culture where everything is go 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 and it's very busy um it's very easy to suppress and then now being still and being by yourself and in your home it's like all of these emotions that you've been suppressing not even consciously like subconsciously suppressing 
um, because we're never taught about these emotions we're never taught about the pain body we're never taught about tra- trauma shadow like the shadow aspect of ourselves our inner child we're never taught about any of this stuff right so it's like what's happening like it's confusion and it's uncertainty not not only in the external world a lot of people are like what's going to happen I'm not worried about the external world whatsoever like I think everything's going to be fine like it's all perfect from the bigger picture but I think a lot of people have a lot of uncertainty externally because it's internally they feel so uncertain they're like what is this feeling and all these emotions are evoking and I would just um say you know to sit with it and um you know, spend less time with your your phone. Don't allow that to be the numbingness or the only thing you do during quarantine. Like take up an activity like reading or drawing or yoga or walking. Like, oh my God, like if I could marry walking, I would. Like walking is my therapy. It's a time for me to observe my thoughts, to tap into my soul. I, I can't not be a mother nature walking. Like it's my everything. It's like everything to me, I'm obsessed. But um yeah it's just I don't know I just wanted to say that because I think we undermine like how much we actually don't need our phones as much as we may think we sometimes think we need them on all the time 24 7 but I think actually just manually turning it off is a very powerful tool um and then the last one crying this is a chore crying chore this is the last note I wrote so I've been doing a lot of healing work and I feel very connected to the divine I feel very connected to source I feel very centered and aligned lately and it's weird because I've been deciding to cry every night now usually I cry I used to cry from sadness when an emotion was sad in the moment like something sad had happened in my life or I just felt sad but now it's like I actually not force that's not the right word because it's very flow I I allow myself to evoke a past memory or a past emotion from my childhood and I decide to heal it, heal it on that night so every night I'll play sad music because I actually think music is an incredible tool when it comes to sadness if you're wanting to do shadow work now I don't I think if you're walking around and listening to sad music for no apparent reason it can make you very sad in the present moment which is a little bit unnecessary in my opinion but when it comes to wanting to heal I think it's very important to dive into the past because this is where the ego attaches stories and beliefs and limitations and until we decide to like dive into that pain that will constantly manifest in our reality until we decide to like you know shine into the darkness and decide to deal with it really so um I'll put on sad music and I will start to cry <laughs> and it's crazy because I just surrender I go I, I I just feel like I surrender and I believe in spirit guides I believe in angel guardians I believe in all of this stuff and I just I don't know which one it is if it's a spirit guide it's an angel guardian I don't know but a memory just pops into my head and goes this is the one you're going to heal tonight and I just start to imagine that scenario and I just start to sit with it and I start to observe how I felt then and how painful it actually was and um, you know the thing is is a lot of people think quote-unquote trauma is like a very traumatic event or something that's like really really you know traumatic but for me when I look back at these memories is they're actually the simplest little things like it could be as simple as like one small passing comment when you were in primary school that always stuck with you um, you know just little things like very little things it doesn't mean they're these major events it's just this one moment where your ego grasped onto this story I made it a belief and then that's what your life kept manifesting into and so I play the sad music and I just go into my past and I pick the scenario and I just allow myself to sit with it and I go I'm here with you you're safe you're safe that's like the main word or mantra mantra I keep saying like you're safe and then I when I feel like I'm done I'm done and 
I wake up and I feel I've been feeling lighter and lighter and lighter every day and even if you look at my YouTube videos it's crazy if you look at my eyes not necessarily my eyes but like if you look at me three months ago to my my most recent videos like the energy of myself is like very different like I, I just feel lighter and I feel a lot freer and I feel like I'm just being myself more than anything I don't even like saying being myself because I think that's like an identity I just I'm being um and it's because I've been doing a lot of healing work um and just sitting with the emotion and allowing it to pass through not um force not um because the more you uh what's the word the more you uh go against it the more it's going to persist and it's not until we let go and we allow it to pass through that the faster the process will be and if we continue to keep pushing it out and blocking it out that's what's going to continue to be our reality until we choose to deal with it and so that's just what I've been doing every night and I don't even feel the need to really tell anyone because but I actually wanted to share this because I think people still have this huge stigma that when we cry it's considered I was I was researching this actually before I went on the this podcast and one of the things a lot of people attach it with is weakness I never really thought of it as weakness I was just more embarrassed by it I was like because people don't do it it's not normality to cry in front of people so it's like quote-unquote embarrassing and that was a shame um shame I attached to it when I was very young um, I never liked crying in front of people like I remember in school once I can't remember what happened but a girl was like don't cry don't cry and I, I think I attached that to a story of like it's bad Um, so I don't even feel the need to be like oh I cried last night because they're like oh, what's wrong and then it's like this thing of like oh nothing's wrong I'm actually really happy and they're like well you're not happy because you're crying so this is the thing about like spirituality I still have this like you know you don't need to tell everyone your spiritual journey and you don't need to tell anyone how you're feeling if you're going through an awakening because a lot of people won't understand and it's not coming from like a spiritual ego standpoint of I'm I'm better than them and like they don't know anything but it's just coming from the experience is so individual and it's so unique and the only reason I share this is because I know all you guys listening you're obviously very spiritual so you know resonates with you but you don't have to feel the need to explain yourself or tell people if you're doing this healing work like you don't have to tell anyone really because it's a very sacred personal um sanctuary like an experience and um it's very personal and it's a beautiful experience as well because there's a sense of relief after you do this um after I cry I just feel like a sense of relief I feel very I feel incredible after I just feel so much lighter and freer and just healed and um I think that's something I've been doing more than ever I used to suppress and say everything's fine and I was very good at that for a very long time bypassing spiritual bypassing I was just very good at saying everything was fine shoving the emotions down and all these experiences now they're just coming to the surface like more than ever before and um I'm very grateful that I'm going through this although it is a very it, it can be a difficult time at times um I think it's very essential on this journey and it's not all about suppression it's not all about escapism it's not all about materialism and it's not all about um achieving and manifesting and creating but simply just being and allowing and whatever to come your way and to come through you um and to allow that to heal fully in order to evoke your most authentic self which is just simply being in the present moment living in the now um yeah that's really the four pointers I think I've made here yes that is them okay and then yeah I think that, that that's all I think that's all I have to do, talk about today but um yeah that's just, just some epiphanies I've had recently which is you know it's okay to cry okay I firstly want to say that especially I know literally m- basically all my audience is women but 
if there is any men with li- listening well as well as well as women like um i know the stigma with crying for men is very much bigger like if you're you cry at a man it, you can feel so much shame like from social conditioning because i personally believe if like we went back to the stone age and conditioning wasn't a thing like men crying it wouldn't be a shameful thing it would just be like a natural beautiful thing um but if you are a guy to cry like it is completely allowed you're in a safe space and I don't think there is anything wrong with that like I don't even like saying that there is any there isn't anything wrong with that because like even me addressing that like sounds bizarre to me because it's such a normal normal (laughs) it's such a normal it's such a normality for people um to allow themselves to be vulnerable and a really 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 powerful thing which I don't think I haven't actually heard from like anyone I don't think but it's actually looking in the mirror and so much us girls and men when we get ready and we wash our face and all of this stuff we're not actually really looking at ourselves we're not looking into the depth of ourselves we're just looking at our surface level appearance our physical vessel maybe we're criticizing ourselves and doing all this but sometimes just literally looking in the mirror can be more powerful than anything else in this world like just looking into your eyes and you don't even need to think no thoughts really evoke it's just this deep emotion that can come to the surface and when you allow that to come through it's very very powerful and I think vulnerability is our most powerful asset and when we allow ourselves to see ourselves in that light we have a deeper connection within ourselves and you don't feel the need to escape yourself all the time because I feel when we escape ourselves all the time it's because we're not ready to deal or sit with ourselves whereas if you look in the mirror and you maybe evoke this sadness it creates a very powerful connection and strong bond with yourself which is the goal of life really is to be you know your best friend and I think another thing with conditioning and relationships and although I believe we're social social creatures and we all desire love it's to understand that we are whole and complete as we are and I think um, I learned this from Aaron Dowdy but he says like Disney Channel movies and all the social conditioning we're conditioned to believe that we're a half and in order to be complete we need another person and to create a whole um but I want to share the message that you are whole and complete exactly as you are you do not need anything externally to completely complete you and that's where all marketing comes in and everything in this reality marketing and buying and materialism it's all the underlying messages you're not enough until you have this and this and this and although I'm all for you know getting things you like and pretty little things and clothes and like I love my makeup and all of these things it's to understand that you are whole and complete right now and you don't need anything outside of you to complete you and once you activate that power and you realize that belief that's when life becomes so incredible because you realize that you are whole and complete and simplicity just takes over your life and sometimes simplicity is one of the most powerful things you can have it's just being in your true raw essence knowing your values and your worth and that you are enough as exactly as you are and then you allow life to just flow whilst also achieving and all of these beautiful beautiful things um so yeah I think that's all I have to talk about today but I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast let me know your thoughts I'd love to know on the Instagram DMs um, I don't reply to the, a lot of them because I get so many every day but I always read your messages nonetheless and I really really appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening it means the absolute world to me you guys know I do have I actually never talk about this my Facebook group it's a free Facebook group and um, there's nearly 5,000 incredible people if you're wanting to meet spiritual people or just self-developed friends or just people with the same mindset and evolution spiritual evolution as you um you can post in there a lot of people post their area where they live and the people are making friends from all over the world like every like it's such a global community and people share their advice they're posting in about questions like there's like literally 
10 20 posts a day from people just like asking advice and everyone's so supportive in that group and it's just an incredible platform I'm so grateful to be a part of and that I've created so um yeah if you want to join that it's in the show notes you guys know I have the 21 day manifestation challenge that's my 21 day challenge to help you align with your higher self and become a magnetic manifester through fulfilling your internal world in order to activate the external world as well um and it's only 27 euro so you can check the show notes that's an action pack course um but yeah I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I love you all so much and I will talk to you soon.